everyone. We are back after a couple week hiatus. We've got some great stuff to talk about tonight in episode six of Channel Massive. The first thing, of course, is the big massively multiplayer news from BlizzCon. They announced expansion pack for World of Warcraft, the Wrath of the Lich King, or the Leech King, however you choose to pronounce it. Leech. Leech. Lich. 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 Lecherous. <laughs> and then after that, we're, we have some new noob stories for you. Mark and I ventured into Sword of the New World. Was it Granada Esperanza? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Granado. Then after that? Grenada. (laughs) Grenadine. We will be focused a little bit later on. (laughs) Our next thing that we'll talk about is EVE Online. Jason actually got back into it after playing it for quite a while a long time ago and he wanted to check it out and see how it's evolved over the years since it's been launched from the most venerable and oldest massively multiplayer games out there and then we'll wrap it up with a rant about money and time seeing some massively multiplayer games and how we feel about those things let's get started so we have another BlizzCon upon us and BlizzCon (laughs) 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 And unlike E3, none of us are on site on that, but that doesn't mean that we don't have anything to say about it, especially since a new expansion pack for World of Warcraft was announced. As well as StarCraft II Terran play stuff. Yeah, some cool stuff with StarCraft, which we may hit on. We'll focus first on the Warcraft stuff. If my memory serves correctly, the Burning Crusade was announced what in 2005 and then it launched a couple years later God, it was know. a long time ago I, yeah I think was it really like I, in 2005 yeah, when they announced 2005. it that's what I read in the story the other day so I'm uh, wondering if this expansion pack the Wrath of the Lich King or probably Lich be out in what King. 2008 late 2008 maybe? I think they're moving faster I don't know but that actually there doesn't seem that. to be a lot to it compared to the Bruning Crusade uh, to be perfectly honest with you I mean it doesn't well, seem like they would nearly take them as much time to, you know, release this. Especially since they've probably been working on it just like they've been working on StarCraft II this entire time. Well, they have different teams, though, so... No, I understand that. I'm just saying, you know, they, they've probably already started working on it. You know, they've already got, like, stuff laid oh, out already. Yeah. So, you know, it's not like... You know, it's not like this is, oh, yeah, well, this is what we're going to do, but we haven't even started working on it yet. No, I mean, they've been working on it. Well, they it's found, like, some artifacts of it in the, like, test realms, like, a long time ago, and were freaking out, like, a directory called something, you know, I don't know if it said Northrend or not, but it was something that suggested content that was well beyond the Burning Crusade or the basic thing. Right. And that got people really excited, and knowing how, you know, CVS or some other revision control system works, I could totally see how somebody could have accidentally slipped something in, not knowing that it would be packaged up and, you know, sent off to yeah. 8.5 or 9 million subscribers, you know, right. to go, oh, look what's coming. So I don't know if it forced their hand at all, and they've announced it so early, or well, if they just needed to... Just, yeah. just a few days before. Oh, really? Oh, when yeah. they're like on the on a European yeah, board or something? Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, but 
leaks don't really happen. <laughs> I mean, they, I mean, seriously, it's like, was this is like the CIA cover up? You know, it's like, ooh, we leaked the name of the CIA agent, or you know, we leaked uh, this information about uh, certain Al Qaeda operations <laughs> that might be, might be, or might not be occurring in the future. You know, especially like, since they were able to keep StarCraft two under wraps for so many years. This is true. This is true. Hmm. It yeah, shows that they've got proficiency at keeping stuff undercover. But you guys are hitting on what the main gist of this section is, and it's basically what is our what are our reactions to this expansion pack. And as you may have already heard, listeners, there's a heavy amount of skepticism in these massively <laughs> multiplayer veterans sitting next to me. Did you hear skepticism in my voice? It's always no there. <laughs> It's actually, yeah, it's just a it's like an old friend. Dulcet tone. It's always there. <laughs> a smooth, syrupy tone of skepticism. <laughs> With a little hint of sarcasm. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Jason, how about you tell us what you think you. Uh, um, well, you know, I mean, I think they have to do it. I mean, they. You know, they've alluded to adding, you know, siege, weaponry, you know, and the ability to, you know, use those weapons to perhaps take over cities or whatever. Um, are, are you going to be able to take over Ogremar or Stormwind with them? I doubt Maybe it. Maybe it'll be like, you know, in uh, in the uh, Burning Crusade, like, there are things only that only work in Outland, like, flying mounts only work out there because right. they never finished all the world geometry in the rest of the world. So yeah. if you were to fly over that on a non, like, flight path... Uh, course, you would see stuff you weren't supposed to see. Yeah, I so guess so. no flying mounts. So I wonder if siege weaponry will only, you know, apply. I know they mentioned like a big PvP world zone and then uh, yet another battleground. Um, but I think just... You know, which is fine, you know, it's just, you know, they, I think they want to have try to have something to compete with the realm versus realm aspect of Warhammer Online. I think Online Warhammer's making out. them sweat a little? It might be. It might but. be. I mean, I, I'd, I'd get... I'd be worried. I'd be kind of worried about it, because, I mean, dude, I mean, I know what I'm going to be playing when it comes out, and it's it's because of the Realm versus Realm thing, man. It's like, everything everything in that game is going to be based upon Realm versus Realm. Huh. Even the player versus everything aspect of it is going to be based on Realm versus Realm. I mean, it's all... You're all part of a community which will be fighting against this other community of right, players, right. and, you know... And, well, like last week. I love week, that. Do you think it's going to be? That's that's kind of like the idea that was what behind Dark Ages of Camelot and, and in a totally different genre, planet side. Mm-hmm. So realm versus realm. Yeah. Do you guys know much about the realm versus realm in terms of how quickly can you get into it? I mean, do you have to level up to level twenty before you can participate in it? Well, I, I have no idea on that. In Warhammer, exactly. I think it I starts mean, I, from. The I mean, I think go. it starts from the very beginning because level you're, one. You'll yeah. be doing quests. And certain quests that you're able to do, I mean, you don't even have to necessarily fight somebody else mm-hmm. to engage in realm versus realm activity. Yeah. Because you doing certain quests or doing certain things will... They call them, like, group or world quests or yeah. something like that. So it's like, um, you you jump in to a quest, which might be kill 20 orcs. Mm-hmm. Or kill 100 orcs. But maybe they're, like, not NPCs. Maybe they're 
player characters. Player characters. You cool. have to kill a hundred of them, and even if you only kill one, you still get one. one you, it, it does a calculation, and you get a percentage of reward based on your contribution oh, to the quest. Cool. Yeah. So as opposed to you know fetch me a broomstick or kill twenty um, rats. And no rewards until you finish right. The and what's really quest. cool, I think, is you get rewarded with experience for PvP. Which I've always been annoyed by games where you have this grind fest with the PVE and you get experience for that, but you don't get any experience. You know, you get honor points or whatever, yeah. but you don't. But it'd be great to like level up by just being a you know a really badass PVP or something. Which it sounds like that's just what by they're talking the about. Game, yeah, by basically. playing the darn game, you know, as it was intended to be played, that would be Play really cool. Game. I hate the right. fact that you have to. In most, in the majority of games, there's this like big PVP thing that's like a reward for you but before you get to it you have to go and kill all your rats and work your way up to wolves and you know all this this junk so yeah it's kind of how that seems like in, in world of warcraft to a certain extent i mean okay you reach level well yeah you can reach level 10 or 11 and start participating in the battlegrounds but would you really, really want do you to really want to i mean yeah okay yeah if you want to twink yourself a level 19 character then yeah sure yeah hang out in the in that little battle group uh you know tier for a while you know so you can dominate it with your twinked out rogue or whatever you know sure, yeah if, if that's what you want to do great but i mean are you really contributing anything to the to the overall no. world by doing that no, no. That, that's that's the thing so yeah maybe maybe it was announced to to kind of take away some of the attention from some of these upcoming um mmos that could be good i don't know uh, I mean, I don't mean to be a Blizzard basher. I I, I like Blizzard. I mean, I, I don't know. I think I mean, people think that I'm like the, the Blizzard basher because I I've defected onto other things already. But you know, that's not the case. I just got burned out on the whole thing. Yeah, which is um, not. I really like. I, I've owned every game Blizzard's ever put out. You're I'd the guy that got me into StarCraft. Actually. Yeah, you know, I probably I'll probably own every Blizzard game that comes out in the future too. Yeah. You know, just because I like what they put out. I love their products. Um, it's just. You know, World of Warcraft. It's kind of got old for me, you know. And I, I, and plus, I just don't like. I don't. I don't like the direction that they've taken some things. Um, I don't know. I kind of got annoyed when I read the, the thing on the Death Knight hero class. It's like, okay, so you have one hero class that you've decided to release. Just one. I mean, why don't you release like, you know, twelve or or however many yeah, hero uh, classes you think you could fit under. You know, it's well, like shouldn't shouldn't you do something like Lord. Was it Lord of the Ancients? Remember, like yeah. that, that uh, you know, that game, that oh. modification for. Uh, I've been wanting um, Warcraft Three. I mean, I love that thing, and it was Defense like, of the Ancients. I, oh yeah, Defense been, of the Ancients. I've been yeah, wanting somebody to make a battleground like that forever. You know, like with the corridor combat. That would be so. Cool. With some, you know, you'd like escort your little AI troops, and mm -hmm. you know, it'd be so cool. But you'd be totally sweet, and you know, and you could have like all these subclasses underneath, like the hunter. Or well, the that's rogue that's or how the, I hoped it was going to work. That's how I was hoping it was going to work I, too. And I made it. You know what? That that alone probably would have made me get a little bit more interested, and I would have probably started playing right off the yeah. bat. Yeah, like, oh yeah, if they're going to do that, that's that'll be sweet. Yeah, I when mean, because when I originally when I initially read that Death Knight thing, I was like, oh cool, this means they're going to bring hero classes. You know, I'm so there, and then I was like, "There's only one." Yeah, take, and there's 
few taken from Star Wars Galaxies. Well, like, see, and I don't even unlock the Jedi. You know, are slot. we sure that that's what? I mean, well, that's what they said. I mean, on it the seems site. like that's kind of what it what it says. Is that like a certain amount of circumstances have to be, you know, performed? You have to do a quest. And is there like yeah. a, there's probably a massive quest, of course, once you do un- well. But I mean, what is it? Do you have to? Do you just have to hit level eighty and then you're able to unlock the plot? No, you have to. You have to hit a high level and then you have to do meet a quest. certain criteria. You have to do a quest. Like, they well, no, that's what, I, that's the, what I asked. They compared yeah. it to it's what combination. So you have to be a high enough level and do this quest, which they compare to like the Warlock Epic Mount quest or something in difficulty. Yeah, that's not really which, all that hard when you. It's like, well, I don't know. I just I was really hoping that they do something a lot more creative, like say. Okay, like kind of like what you're alluding to. There's three possible variations of what you can do with this warrior. You can become a death knight, or maybe it's a paladin. You know, you can become a death knight. You can become a dark templar. Yeah, you you can become a you know I don't know a guy on a pogo stick something. (laughs) You know, I I just I hope I'd hope pogo stick death master class. You know, it's like the same with druid. You know, I'd I'd hoped that they'd like look at Illidan and say, oh, he's a demon hunter, but he used to be studying druidic stuff or something. And I'd hope right. that he or could, they could, he could or branch even off. you can do even more with it. Like, you could become, like, the master shapeshifter or something yeah. like that. Where you could, yeah, like, you uh, know, shapeshift into a ton of different things. Right. Based on the situation, you know. Form of an ice bucket. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> he got the short end of the stick, he by the way, really on those did. powers. I mean, the chick, she was able to transform into <laughs> Woolly gorillas, Woolly Mammoth. He got a pail of water and an ice pick. Or a crowbar. Yeah, a nice yeah. crowbar. I yeah. mean, what the hell, man? Come on. <laughs> yeah, it was not quite He, he got ripped. But, yeah, I'm wondering, though, is it is it that these are just the very beginning things yeah. they're releasing, and there's there a whole bunch more on the horizon for this? Or is it really limited in scope, and they're going to try and get it out quickly? Because what they've told us so far, Northrend is, like, is pretty big. I mean, yeah. it's like, I think, ten zones or something like that? Yeah, it's about half the size of the Eastern Kingdoms. Well, it's like a whole new continent, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's But it looks small when you see it in comparison to the mm-hmm. two. It looks like... It's still a pretty I'd good say chunk it's of like, land. It's like a quarter of any one of the... Um, right. Any A quarter of any continent. It's still a pretty decent it's size. It's pretty big, though. and it's, you know, it's... And then it's going to have the capital city thing. But it's, all, it's, it's probably all going to be high-level content again. Here's what's interesting. A lot of people that, that I've been reading and listening to have said, you know, not everybody plays World of Warcraft to get up to in-game, you know? I mean, I know there's a lot of level 70s, but not everybody does that. A lot of people play because they like... They like to have a bunch of vaults, or they like the middle zones, or, you know, they want to, they get to a certain level, they want to do some battlegrounds for a while. It's not everyone's ultimate go, goal to be a raider, a hardcore raider, right? They, some people just like the mid-levels. So this has no new races, no new starting zones, no mid-level zones. It's all 70-plus zones. Yeah, which is another thing that... You know, kind of disappointed me. You know, I'm, I was, you know, I'm always hoping that they'll add something else to like the the 30s, the 40s, the 50s. You know, the level. You know, that that kind of content where, you know, it's just maybe it's a new dungeon. You know, right. Maybe it's just a new zone. You know, just for the hell of it. You know. I think that I think it, basically what's happened is the 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 people who are really in charge of World of Warcraft, a lot of them are hardcore raiders from, like, EverQuest and other stuff that have had guilds, and they really are into this raiding thing, so I think it's like they're a little too close to it. They're making it exactly what they want, 
They yeah, aren't like, really give listening. Me some, give me a different armor set. Yeah, they're not looking you know? to... You know, because the PvP is still, I wouldn't say that great in the game. It's, it's it's you know, it's Battlegrounds and Arena or, or World PvP are your three choices. Well, no, World uh, PvP is pretty much dead. Let's just face that fact. In Outland, I, I got involved with a couple of World PvP things, and I only did it because I needed to get into this town to turn in some for a quest I was on. Other than that, I avoided the... the the world PvP like a plague because it was dive bomb you right. Well, it was it was that it was like you'd be camped by people that were maxed out level seventies when I was in my early sixties. Yeah. Um, it was just it was just boring, you know. I mean, it's like go die, go there, die. You know, <laughs> I'm like okay, I didn't even get there and I died because they're intercepting me from the graveyard now. Right. So, world PvP is kind of a joke. The battlegrounds is okay you know it's 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 fun but it's just you know there's only a few battlegrounds and and the thing about it is it gets kind of repetitious after a while and i think the best rewards are still in pve or the arena you know maybe i've heard that they're going to try to come up with something to bring the battlegrounds up oh and then okay so then there's the arena well for that you have to get you know teams together that you're going to stick with which yeah, means you have be to be organized, organized which Again, for a casual gamer, that's not easy. You yeah, don't know. You can't do that I, I might not be able to gamer. do every no Tuesday way. night. So that kind of leaves you with, you know, the PvP questing, you know, that kind of a thing. And they, they're not going to cater to that crowd. There's nothing there. And so, I, I don't know, I see it as a bit of a disappointment. I would have really liked it if they'd have come up with some new classes. I, I, I think hero classes could have still waited a little longer, but yeah. if they'd have come up with, like, you, well, know, you know... they could have waited to release an expansion for a while longer to create new hero classes. I mean... Yeah. I mean, God, you're going to create one hero class? And, and then and then I heard, they're like, well, we're not sure which races are going to be, be able to become become the Death Knight. I mean, that's what I saw on the on Oh, the well, FAQ. sure, I'm sure they'll do that. I'm sure uh, it'll like, be, what? like... Well, so, you, couldn't, you couldn't have a Draenei Death Knight. They're too goody tissues. I guess not. And you know, you you know. I don't know what what. So dwarfs can be them or humans. Like really short death knight. <laughs> like a gnome death knight. Better get on the petitions now. All, all all well, the entire horde side can then be a death knight because apparently the horde is evil. I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, and there there should be a counter to that. Because I never thought the horde was evil, by the way. For all you horde players listening out there. No, they're just older. That's right. One um, step closer to the grave, but <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, seriously, it's like why couldn't you wait to release all hero classes all at once so well, we can make more money from I, from everybody? Releasing more it, expansions. I mean, it could be that they're just you know they didn't want to they don't want to let loose with everything right now. I don't know. I don't get it. And maybe that's all because they're planning on another two-year development cycle. Yeah, but even then, I mean, in two years, you know, Warhammer Online and, like, Age of Conan and those games will have already started to refine their refine their system, mm-hmm. um, refine their gameplay, and, and they'll have added and, and um, hammered down. Their first and they'll, they'll, they'll already, they'll, they'll, they'll just probably be getting into their first expansion or so. And, uh, you know, I just don't see, how are you going to hold people's interests with one hero class that you decide to release and I'm sure there's more you know, and all you do is you just keep on adding raid dungeons that's what I'm afraid upon of raid dungeon, upon that, raid that's dungeon that's what it's gonna be and then you add more crap armor sets that add more abilities that 
that that unbalanced your classes already more than they already are because you keep having to balance them because they're unbalanced for whatever reason and you've got this group of players <laughs> complaining that this class is overpowered because blah 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 and so you have to tweak their gear and their skills and their abilities to appease this group of players and then you just it's just this vicious cycle that never ends and the nerf fest I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things where, you know, I think when it's all said and done with, you know, I'm just probably going to end up playing Warhammer <laughs> and Age of Conan and totally just ignore this next expansion that comes out by Blizzard. I mean, not, be, not like I said, not because I hate them, it's just that I just don't agree with the direction that they're taking, especially with this new expansion, and yeah, that's just me. I'm a little optimistic. I mean, as a noob, I'm kind of excited because uh, they're bringing in more stuff from Warcraft 3. And that was really my first exposure to Warcraft. I really liked I liked that game a lot and seeing more stuff, more mythology and, and lore. Yeah. And characters coming from that is, is pretty interesting. But as you guys are talking about it, if it's all going to be limited to high-level classes, I don't know when or if I'll ever even see that. I'm a, I'm a little optimistic, though just in general, because some of the stuff that they said about StarCraft 2 at BlizzCon was really cool with the... It's almost like a role-playing segment that sets up the missions yeah. in between the missions where you actually get to control Raynor and walk around the ship and use the money that you've earned for missions to buy weapons stuff like that. And that was kind of a really cool surprise because I was relatively unimpressed with StarCraft 2 when they announced it about a month ago because it just looked like all they done was given a new graphics engine and they refined some of the yeah the, the um, units and I'm like well big deal you know there's a billion other RTS sci-fi games that you can get out there that at least try are doing something different because they're not changing some franchise or not just making sure. the exact same stuff so when I heard about the ability to move the story along by actually interacting with the rest of the watch that was really cool and yeah. plus Blizzard apparently also has some other massively multiplayer game in the works which I'm hoping that this raid is announced before, or comes out before around the same time as this expansion pack because I'm, you know, I wouldn't mind something. No, that will never happen. What's that? Oh, Not uh, in their release site schedule. No. Well, they'll, they'll, they'll never release like a, they won't release a new, just an altogether new massively multiplayer world. I mean, it, it'll probably be something different. I mean, I, I've heard the rumors about the whole Diablo-esque type you know, more more or less, it'll be more of a dungeon crawl type game as opposed to a full-blown, massively multiplayer role-playing game. You know, perhaps using like the Diablo world, yeah, or something like that. Which I don't know. It'll, it'll interest some players, like Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I don't know that it would interest me, me all that much, time. but. Um, I, I don't know. I just don't see them releasing something like that so close together with uh, World of Warcraft, like an expansion to that. It's just you think I don't think it's going to happen. Plus, plus to Blizzard really likes to take their sweet time when it comes to releasing games as it is. So, you know, I'm sure there's going to be some delays, uh, not only with the expansion but with StarCraft too, and and with all their other games, which is fine by me because whenever they yeah. take their sweet time, they always come out with a decent product. So. Yeah. You know, that's just how they are. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I, I guess to leave, to leave leave this segment where it is, it, it, you know, for me, 
you know, it, it's kind of yeah. It's nice to hear that they're they're going to add some new things, um, but you know, is it going to be enough to bring me back? Probably not. Um, I think most players by then are probably going to be playing, uh, you know, Warhammer or Age of Conan or you know whatever happens to win that battle because you know I, I think eventually the next battle is going to become between those two games as far as competing for subscriptions. How about Lord of the Rings? <sighs> you know that'll keep its that'll keep like the casual crowd probably satisfied, but and and, and also people who are, aren't into PvP all that much because. Like I said before, the PvP in that game really just isn't worth it yeah. right now. And, you know, if they decide to do something with it, it would be nice, but I just don't see them concentrating on the PvP side of it. And if they're smart, they won't. Right. You know, because they have a really good player uh, versus environment game there. And if they concentrate more on that and just... You know, if they added some PvP stuff just, just to you know, bring in some more of the PvP crowd and, you know, just do a little bit with it here and there. It would be fine, but they probably need to focus more on their player versus player versus environment content. These other games, you know, Warhammer Online, of course, is just going to be the hardcore, you know, realm versus realm. You know, it's, it's basically that that's their draw. <laughs> their draw is the PvP. And that's where they're gonna. That's where they're gonna maintain their their subscriber base from. And Age of Conan seems to be going that route too, somewhat. Yeah. They, with a little bit more of a chirk content too. And uh, a crazy AI. Yeah, and crazy AI, different combat systems. So, you know, we'll we'll see who wins that battle. Um, you know, it's just right now. You know, World of Warcraft. It's it's on two plus years. It's. You know, it's still it's still a popular game. I'm sure it's still a great, fun game for a lot of people. I just don't think that, you know, by the time this expansion comes out, it's going to make much of a difference. Mark, do you have any concluding thoughts or in relation to either BlizzCon or Wrath of the Lich King or StarCraft? No, you know, I I, I think um, I'm just kind of excited to see if the announcement for um, the this new expansion if they start to flesh it out more. Yeah. I really hope that's what happens. They announce yeah. more hero classes, they announce more content, and they, you know, they get it right. If they don't, if it's just a single, I, I just can't imagine it. But they would unbalance it such as there's one, you know, hero class. Yeah, I mean, that weird. that would be very odd to me. And I'm still questioning the incentive of it, because when they describe the hero classes not being anything significantly better yeah, you know, regular character class. It's just quote different, just different. Know? So I, I guess it's a different type of gameplay. I don't know. Yeah, not very exciting. Well, I mean, yeah. If if I wanted to play a hybrid class, play a Tauren, play, <laughs> play a Tauren Shaman, or play a Tauren Druid. Right, right. Whatever you know. It's like, yeah, those are hybrid classes. We already have those classes in in World of Warcraft. You know, it's like make them make the hero classes. A little bit more special. I think too. The other thing that's annoying me about it, and I hadn't really just realized it till now, is I just don't feel like we're ready to meet Arthas and the Lich King. Arthas, the Lich King. I just don't feel like. I mean, that would. That's like kind of a conclusion. So, you know, because he is the ultimate. I mean, 
terrestrial nemesis they have, the, the, the rest would be like going back and destroying the Burning Legion at its source, right? Yeah. But, I mean, he's a pretty major boss. Uh, so, so they'd have to start creating something new. Yeah, so does this mean they're just going to, you know, take off with the lore? I mean, I guess they kind of would have to, because, I, I mean, he, he's kind of the, uh, to me, he's like the ultimate... What, they haven't already done that with the Draenei already? <laughs> the worst drivers in the universe? Yeah, yeah. Worst spaceship drivers in the universe? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, we left this big old crater in your, on your planet. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll, Our bad. We'll help you out now. <laughs> We're in your debt. Yeah, maybe. It's, it's a weird it's a weird thing, I'll tell you. <laughs> Yeah, that would be just my final thought. Is I kind of wish they'd have waited for maybe another expansion before bringing out the big guns, you know? Yeah. And, and they mentioned the Naga. I was wishing that they'd mention the Naga. As a I wish the I wish the Naga would be a playable race, man. I think and they that'd mentioned be some other cool. type of race, some tusk Tuscar. Or something yeah, they're like gonna that. be the comic relief, I guess. I don't know if you saw it, but they have like um, big Easter Isle type statues of the tusk guys, like they're Easter Isle statues, oh, but with tusks, and yeah. they're this race of tusked uh, walrus men mm. supposed to be pretty comical at least it's not the damn pandarans yeah i really don't don't want to ever see that mm. i guess they uh, they could have always broken out the murlocs as a playable race but <laughs> <laughs> not only can they not be understood by any other race but <laughs> like even even if they were like i'd assume they'd be a horde race but you know not even no one else in the horde would know what the hell they were saying be pretty comical really <laughs> and the arcs would probably just eat them yeah well i guess cool. that's pretty much it for this uh segment then on to the new world all right so there's a beautiful game out there that you can get for free. For free. A massively multiplayer game that's for free. You don't have to pay for a retail price. You don't have to pay a subscription price. And it's not that Dungeon Runners game. <laughs> no <is>. way! <laughs> that game kicked so much ass. Yeah, it, it uh, made a brief skirt through my system and then it was gone. <laughs> Mark and I both without Jason, of course, because he, he, you might have remembered he's vehemently opposed to this game. Mark and I both I ventured into <laughs> Granada Espanda. Espanda, Sword of the New World. What uh, What's the name of the gaming company that puts this out? I don't. I never um, paid attention to that. You know, I remember you guys seeing don't it, but research what you're talking about. I mean, come on. Details. Details. <laughs> oh yeah, minor details. At least like get the game company. You okay. Know, maybe where they're from. All where right, they're based let's out. Stop of. Harnessing about the, the incredible stuff. power of I the mean, internet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. At least do the do the listeners a favor. Go on the internet. Do some research before you talk about this game that you say that. You, As you can tell, Jason already does not want us to talk about this game for you even know. A I'm sorry. It's just the whole <laughs> anime look of the game. You know, he doesn't like, like Final Fantasy. I don't like Final games. Fantasies. He doesn't you like know. Games on the console. Yeah. It did. It, it totally looked like Final Fantasy, but whatever. So while Mark is researching the most crucial detail of all, IMC Games. Okay, there we go. And I think it's an Asian company. I think so. Because uh, I, I remember really? some of the games in the credits. I would have never guessed from the look of the game. 
it's probably made by Jason. In his <laughs> <laughs> no, Definitely be, being serious. Catching the secret. Being serious, I want I want to do the Q and A on this because because yes, I I have just I've totally shunned the game based on looks alone. But I want you guys to tell me what your experience with the game was. So, Mark, uh, how about you give me some uh, some of your first initial impressions of the game? Well. Let's see. It was really cool to create my character. Don't have a lot. In fact, you, you choose a, a sex, a name, and a class, and you can change your outfits, but not their physical appearance very much. Okay. Or yeah. at all, really. I yeah, I don't think you can even change yeah. the outfits. And um, so that part I mean, was... you can't change their big old eyes? Like, no. Uh, no. no. They don't have big old <laughs> eyes. Or, or their... Or their... Or their or their perfectly round faces. <laughs> they don't have that either. Or their or their. Uh, how about their costume options? Yes, I mean, that you could choose from a, wide, a vast selection of different costumes. Where did you figure that out? It was right on the screen. Really? Because apparently I can... Noah had a different experience. Than <laughs> well, that's that actually is hinting at the main problem with this game, is that graphically, I, I genuinely. It's we'll beautiful. hardly say it's it's a beautiful game. The character models are great. They the put a lot of detail in terms of how the how character flesh reacts to lighting versus clothing, the textures of the models, whether it's their hair, their clothing, their face, their skin. It's it's all very well done. The world geometry, the architecture, and the artwork, and the cobblestone streets. And Music. Yeah, it's 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 really neat to look at. And the music's actually really good too. It's got a lot of variety to it. It's sometimes it's very baroque and classical, and sometimes it's strangely disco-like. Yeah, at the weirdest times too. Usually, yeah, usually during battle sequences. Yeah. So but, you're you're doing the hustle with the zombies. Is that what you're doing? I, I explained a little bit further. Well, mm -hmm. I think before we want to talk about any of that is is just the in general, you control a three character party and you can actually control all three of the characters individually according to Mark on the keyboard but the problem with this game is, is that the interface is so we're doing it our own way and we're gonna map every key everything's different St very strangely too like I think map is like alt V yeah like and not alt M yeah and then but then there's the town well, map and that's why would you want to why, why would you want to bind your map to the M key that makes well, you can't, no sense okay. at all. So what they did is they took... <laughs> when you look at your keyboard, they took like... You know, in most MMOs, when you set out your little button bar, you know, one through like equal is your primary button bar. Then you right, might have right, shift yeah. or alt or whatever. Well, you have three characters, so it's like that multi-boxing madness we were talking about. It really is overwhelming. Mm -hmm. It They took Q through... I think maybe U or I or O or P or something like that. First row of lettered keys is for your first character's button bar. Huh. The second row, A, S, D, F, G, H, etc., that's your second character. Oh, wow. And then Z through, like, the question mark, that's your third character. So when you're playing, you can control all three characters' button bars at the same time. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. That, and it's so deceptive because they force you to go through some tutorials right off the bat and some basic combat tutorials and they make it seem so easy. It's just, it's shift-click or it's click and you can even just control shift-click and they'll walk on a set yeah, path yeah, and they'll it's just like, attack things or they'll gather things. It's kind of like, um, 
with like the old RTS thing where you know you do like uh, A and click, you know, attack anything as you walk towards the target or right, something like right, that. Right, right, right. With this, it's like control click, and anything in the path will be destroyed. But if you do like, I think it was like control shift click, they'll pick up any treasure on the way or something like that, which was my favorite. Of yeah, course. it's hunt mode or gather mode. Yeah. <laughs> so they were doing that, but then if they run into stuff and start fighting, then you want to do your special attacks. You got to use the three different button bars simultaneously. And believe me, it was incredibly fast-paced combat. Because yeah. stuff spawns, like the spawning rates are insane. Like you kill it, you 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 take a drink and you turn around and it's back and you're fighting it again. Or whatever. So when you crawl, you really crawl. So is this more like of a like a like a dungeon crawl yeah. type of? Uh, oh yeah, you're swarmed constantly. Right. Swarmed, and you know you're you're having to like you're trying to heal, and you're like, okay, which character is doing the healing? And you would like you know you click like the H key to heal or whatever. Which and it wouldn't is, do what you were thinking it was supposed to be. No, well it would it would, but you had to get used to it, you know. Right. And I kept getting like I had, I think I had a, the character that had heal had inbound to the healing spell and the character that had like some buff had H bound and I kept getting them backwards <laughs> because the button bar like text is really really small and the resolution I was playing it yeah. on so I couldn't really tell which key was mm -hmm. what and I hadn't really figured it out yet and it was yeah. just hilarious so I'm like I'm like why isn't he healing and what is this red glowy thing and I'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> so then I figured that out and it still you know barely made a difference and I mean it was so no this had to be kind of almost hell for you to kind of get used used to since, you know, you weren't even used... I mean, you, you weren't used to regular MMO Warcraft. bindings to begin with. I mean, yeah. now you have to control three characters at once. Yeah. I mean, you had to have been like, what the hell is going on it here? Was pretty That's weird. what was really frustrating about it, is because you see these beautiful <clears throat> characters, whether they're, not, they're the non-playable characters or the, your own characters, and it just makes me question, what's the point of even making it that complicated? Why are you running around with three characters? Because there's no individual storylines for them. There's this weird, loose context that you're a family, mm -hmm. and you have these plush quarters that you choose members of your family to make your three-person group, and you can randomly choose at the stroke, at a, at a keystroke, which person's leading the people around. And it's just, it's so weird to be in the game world. I mean, you see all these little trios of people. Yeah, everybody's around, a trio. But there's no point to it because there's no character. So they're all gangs. Did you yeah. did you get in like gang wars with other people? Were, were they all were they doing like the jets and the sharks? Were they all boy, boy, Well, then there was like that emote boy. command that didn't emote anything. Yeah, there was this. I even cool unlocked an extra one where it's like yeah. shrug or look confused or whatever, and you click them and nothing would happen. Yeah. Were you guys able to do like any extreme break dancing? Uh, <laughs> nothing you know, too challenging. Only when to, I died and everybody was on the ground <laughs> and then randomly when when mark and i would duel because we figured that out somehow yeah people the characters for some reason would randomly come back to life after being defeated and i didn't yeah. oh they had a timer so they would eventually recover and get up and, is yeah, what, so what it was that's really what it, it gets at i mean it's, it's so like, you had to defeat all three yes. within a certain amount of yeah. time or yeah, else if you're gonna you'd duel have to each fate. other because the other one would get up and then it all start over well that's kind of lame and we would get mark and i actually joined our two trios together into a oh squad? some sex talk squad yes yeah, sex couplet of doom <laughs> <laughs> and so we're like right on cool we'll, we'll go through the world and we'll take on quests together and we went to the same people and got the same quests but we couldn't figure out how to join our quests together so when we went to go to an instance quest we were by ourselves in our own instances so what was the point of being in the squad 
uh, yeah, I didn't get that at all. And that was that was the most frustrating thing for me too, too because we I'm like, yeah, we're going to do this, and it's like I'm in here all alone. Well, why did I do the squad? What's the point? What do I have to do? And then the instructions mm. just don't like lead you by by the hand through the most mundane, trivial things. But then when things get really but, difficult, but that shouldn't have been difficult. But yeah, they don't. Then it just leaves you. It abandons you. Hmm. And it's so frustrating because, like I said, the, the game's got beautiful presentation, and on the lore side, it's got this great... I, 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 I don't know what time frame of Europe that it would be around. I guess the 1500s, 1600s. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of the 1500s to about the 1700s mixed together, the politics of that time frame, and that there are these warring countries, and they are now trying to simultaneously take over this continent that was settled by one but taken over by another there's just all these really interesting the script's really well written the, the yeah. dialogue's well written and there's a lot of thought that was put into the politics and, and the world and what's going on but it just it's so overwhelming it, Mark and I tried it a couple times and yeah. I repeatedly told him like I don't think I can do this unless I were to spend like a whole weekend just and then would it be worth it, it all yeah. I don't know that it's worth it. I never, you know... Almost made you feel like your brain was going to explode. It was just <laughs> it was frustrating. It was just really frustrating because yeah. it was unpredictable what was going to happen. And it was difficult to understand what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had a tough time with so it. So it wasn't like a... Was, was it like quest-driven, like... Yeah, like certain quests that you had to go on, or yeah, or could you go out on no, on your own and explore the world? Could you explore you could the world? Explore, but there were quests to follow, and hmm. yeah, they should like and they this were person, the, this person, this person, this person, and then some of them would give you some. Quests. The difficulty of the quest was off. So, like, the, one of the first quests you can do is this little girl's been lost, and her brother wants you to find her. Yeah, and you go in into this like crazy sewer. tomb, and it's got this three-way thing where mobs are spawning and coming and you can't go down any branch of it because there's these devices that'll fry you as Noah found out mm-hmm. and so you just you have to wait you in the middle where the three converge chamber where these three paths come to and so there's just all these monsters coming yeah, down these tunnels that you just hordes of them and the first three or four waves are like laughable and then all of a sudden it gets cranked up to insano mode <laughs> and you just you just you know you can't do it and I try and I leveled up I leveled up in there from level one to seven you know, you after I, able to complete I kept it. failing it over and over again, and I think it was scaling up the difficulty on me. Yeah. So there and you was don't use the arrow keys or any type of keyboard for all the keyboard all controls. Mousey click. You have to use the mouse to move around. Yeah. And so no, I hate I hate the mouse. Point. Click a spot on the ground, and that's where click they to move to. thing. Oh, that yeah. just drives me nuts. It's, you know, and when I'm trying to get to grips with it. Sometimes all of a sudden you're only controlling one character in your party. And then all of a sudden he's run into the automated defense system. Oh, yeah. He gets destroyed and then just the other For some reason, F9 is coming to mind as the way to group or ungroup them all. But and then to, like, move around, you have to, like, right-click and hold and swirl the mouse around. And it just disor- it's so disorienting getting the camera. Yeah, I, I just would have to say it was it's a great idea, great art, great... Uh, and I applaud them for like trying to do something different. I mean, that's oh yeah, what and it's free, really so it's that. not like the worst investment if you want to try it out. But they right. should have but, followed more of the best practices. And maybe it'll grow, you know. Yeah. But yeah, the whole, uh, y- you know, the way it remapped to the keyboard. Well, it didn't remap the keyboard, but the way that it assigned keys was just weird. You know, I would have liked it if it had been like, you know. One through one through equal sign for first character, shift one through equal for second yeah. character, alt yeah. one through equal, or something like that. 
that would have been way more accessible. And then I could have had my trusty M for map and, you know, B for backpack and C for character sheet. But no, for him the map know. is control V. Because that makes more sense. Maybe I can't remember now. It was crazy though. The, was really the combinations. Alt V. Well, I ended up like disconnecting my freaking internet connection because I'm like, is it? Because they use the F keys too, and I'm like, oh. is it Control this or Alt this? And I ended up hitting my laptop's <laughs> control for disc. Turn off the wireless internet. Oh no! He slipped and hit the function. <laughs> I'm on Ventrilo with Mark. I'm like, crap! My internet's down. My network went went out. I know. Like, it was what like, happened? It was great. Uh, his name on there is like Kindor, so it's like a kind door has left. <laughs> I was like, oh, and it was gone for a while because I guess you had to totally. I, well, I didn't know what had gone. Oh yeah, on until yeah. I figured out. I'm like, oh, I pushed the function button, not the alt. Button. Ah yes, I love the phonetic pronunciation in Ventrilo. <laughs> it's just so frustrating. Ah, kind door. It looks like it has so much potential, but I just yeah. as casual gamers, it's just not a recommendation. It's not for me either. If you have no time, or if you have tons and tons of time, and you want to just totally absorb it into one game. And the presentation does it for you, then yeah, it might be good. But for us, it was not the right recipe. No. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you guys for uh, for the information. I'm, I'm sure if, you, if there's any <laughs> listeners out there who are interested in this game, go check it out. Uh, Jason will be downloading his tonight. Uh, no, probably not. <laughs> but you know, hey, you know, it might be something just to check out if, if you're interested in that kind of thing. Yeah. Great. This is Jason, back with Channel Massive. Um, This segment will be dedicated to uh, a return, I guess, to a game that I used to play a few years back uh, called EVE Online. I kind of got inspired uh, to do this um, when I heard Mark and and Noah talk about this on the last podcast that I was absent at, and I was unable to defend it. (laughs) Um, Because I actually do think that EVE Online is a pretty decent game, but it, it... you know, it's been a while since I, I, I had played it, um, so I decided to use a use the free two-week trial to go back and just see what's changed, uh, see what was the same, if anything. Uh, I just wanted to, to try to give it another fair shake, uh, see what I liked. Um, what did you like? What did I like? Well, you know, I mean, the, the game still is, you know, the game visually is just stunning. I mean, the, the graphics are, are amazing. Would you say that the graphics are like they're keeping the engine updated as much as video cards are advancing like well you know that's the thing i mean the the, like the core base graphics engine is virtually still the same almost Mm -hmm. i mean but they've changed they've kind of i think they've actually added to the ship designs like the the models are more refined looking you know the the basics of the ship design are still the same, but they've you know the details, the textures on the ships are probably a little bit better. Oh, that's cool. Um, you know, of course the you know the star systems and the, the sectors and what they do with them, I mean, they each have kind of a unique look. Sure. Um, to them. Um, so I you know honestly I I can't really say how much that's changed. Um, plus, I have a whole new system, so you know, everything on my system looks ten times better than what it did well, back cool. then. Um, but you know, the, the, some of the interface things that they've done have changed. I mean, I noticed that uh, just doing a simple thing like pressing the, you know, pulling up the the star map is like it's like a visual experience in itself. Yeah. Because um, before, when you pull up your map, it would pull up the map, and you're able to rotate it, and it would look like a big, you know galaxy of stars, you know, that you could rotate and it would be like a three-dimensional view and everything. Well, now when you press it, it like takes you right from the ship 
and then it like sucks out and it does this really cool visual pulls all the way out from where your ship is. Oh, that's cool. And then it sh- expands and it shows you like the whole, you know, the whole galaxy or system or whatever. And it's just like, whoa, that's a really cool effect. Um, they haven't got to the avatars yet. Mm, yeah. I guess th- that's still being developed. Um, which, you know, you know, these guys are going to be doing the same. Uh, they're going to be doing the white white wolf. wolf. Yeah, I think that's what it's for. Is the vampire. The, I mean, those. If they, because I've seen the video, of the avatar system is right. awesome looking. Yeah, and, they really, and really I, I have human. no doubt that you know, just these guys, you know, with their the, the guys who who run their art direction is pro- are, they're probably going to get it right. Yeah, I, I have guess no doubt so. about it. I have no doubt about it. I mean, they they have a they have a sense of good sense of visual presentation. Um. Uh, I heard some illusions that their tutorial was a little longish um, before. Yeah, they have changed that. Yeah, I heard they were going to revamp. They it. have changed that. I didn't feel like that the the you know the tutorial was, you know, it went through everything um, that you needed to know. It wasn't really overly long. I didn't think you know, and it gave you the basics of what you needed to get done. Um, went through combat. Went through mining. Mining, which is still the big thing in EVE Online, unfortunately. That's one of the problems I still ha- I would have with the game, is that, is that you can do some missions or whatever, but, you know, the, the, <laughs> the best way to make money is to mine. So that, yeah, still the... Um, one thing I did like that they have changed is, is that when you start out, you start out with a lot of good core, core skills based on the kind of path you want to go so if you want to go to a trade path mm-hmm. during character creation it will guide you through and it'll at, you know basically ask you the kind of questions you want to if you want to create more of like a merchant or a miner if you want to go more of the crafter you know money maker route mm-hmm. it will design you a character based on the what you want to do if you want to go more combat route then you'll be able to create a character well, and it'll cool. give you the skill, and you won't have to train up skills right. so long. I mean, one of the things about EVE Online is is that you have to buy books to train your skills. And those books can become quite expensive depending on, you know, what skills you want to take. So you do start out with a lot more skills than you did um, way back when, in the good old days of Eve Online, I mean, you start when you know in the good old days of Eve Online, you started out with some basic core skills, and then you had to, if you wanted to learn something like warp drive, <laughs> or um, just afterburners, you know, if you wanted to add a set of afterburners to your ship, you had to read a book for that. Well, in this one, you know, if you go like a certain route, that's already automatically in there, and it's leveled up already to a fairly decent level to where you're not like, okay, I have to spend time um, working on... Well, and here's the other thing, um, to those who haven't played EVE Online, is that you don't level up in EVE Online. Level Levels are based on... Your, your levels are... I, I guess you could say it's all based on time and how much time you decide. You can you have a certain set of skills, and of course you can add skills by reading books. But what you do is you, you say, okay, I want to learn more about warp drive operation. Well, okay, depending on certain circumstances, it will take you 10 hours to learn 
the next level of warp drive operation. And you can actually train that skill offline. So you can say, okay, it's going to take me 10 real live hours oh, so to read up on how to, you know, operate my warp drive better. So you, you say, okay, I want to start training this skill now. It'll start the timer and it will take 10 hours for you to learn how to achieve that next level of warp drive operation. So you have to be, you have to play the game for real for 10 hours. Well, no, you had to, that off when you're offline and you decide, say happening. say you're like, okay, I want to train I want to train this warp drive operation to level 4 or whatever. You could be offline and that skill will still be training up. That's cool. So it's kind of cool cuz you could actually like say you need to go to work you pick a skill that doesn't take that take actually takes like a long time to train so you know you're not going to be at your at the computer playing yeah. you can say okay i'm going to train one of those skills that takes forever to train while i go to work i come back it might be trained up to that level by then and then you train while you're online what i like to do is i like to train skills that only take like maybe an hour or two yeah so you can start using them you know so you could you know use them right away Anyway, that's just kind of a, for those of you who don't know, that's like a brief overview of kind of how the skill system works in EVE Online. Uh, they have added a lot more, they've actually added missions that you can go on. Oh, that's cool. Most missions involve either, you can, there's, there's kind of like the crafting missions where you have to, you know, craft certain things. There's also missions where you have to go out and mine a certain amount of stuff, which are, I don't know why, it's just... You know, it's for it's for those people who decide that mining is my life. I mean, which it is. I mean, in in that game, it's all about making the money. It's all about making the money. It's all about if you if you join a corporation, which is you know Eve Online's version of a guild, right? Um, you mine and you mine a lot. Or if you happen to be assigned to, you can. Some guilds are cool. They'll like assign like somebody to mine, and then you'll if you're if you have to be mining in a certain sector of space, which happens to be unsecure, which is like kind of like a contested area sure. of space, you know, you'll be assigned to protect the mining vessel, no. you know, from pirates or whoever happens to come yeah. along and decide to disturb your mining operations. Which is <laughs> kind of a cool aspect of Eve Online. Um, one of the bad things I think is like the get to a certain point in the missions I was like doing some combat missions and I was like okay I, I, I keep getting this mission, these missions from this agent and, and I go out and I get to this point where there's no real sense of okay this mission might be too difficult for you to do Oh, <laughs> so maybe you shouldn't go out and do it so, sure enough there you are You know, I was decked out in a pretty decent starting ship at least I thought I was and I went out, and I, I was like, okay, I was doing missions, and I wasn't having any difficulty completing any of the missions that I was getting, really. I mean, actually, they were kind of too easy. And then I get to this one mission, and I warp in, and I'm all like, all right, I'm going to blow you guys smithereens. And, and it was really too hard. It was like, oh, my God, you know, I just, you know, I, the only saving grace I had was is that I had a shield that, you know, I, I was able to turn on and then I was able to warp out of there like so fast because you I was arrived get, just to leave well basically I did I mean I got there I was getting my butt kicked and I was like oh Jesus I need to get out of here so I warped right out of there I my ship my ship suffered like a ton of damage so there's some balancing issues still well there's just it's not of... even balancing issue it's it's an issue of okay 
it's it's an issue of okay we assigned you a mission that's basically impossible for you to complete by yourself but we're not going to tell you that yeah you have to find out for yourself and or or it's or it's a mission that's way too hard for you at this particular point in your career so but we're not going to even allude to that you know we're not even going to mention that how hard this mission is you know i said there was no there was no mention a hardcore mmo well i i guess but not knowing you know and i you know and (laughs) i I just don't understand that and you know it's like okay so basically this means that i have to mine some more so i can go buy myself a new ship and more skills so i can finally you know do this mission you know it's that's kind of what i don't like about about it still. Back to the grind. And, you know, it's, it, it's, it, it is a grind. It, yeah. and, and, and in fact, EVE Online is nothing more than a grind. Yeah. It's a hardcore grind. I mean, I, I still like the com- I, I like the sense of community that they've built there. Yeah, they seem to have a good community. I mean, it, it, it's a loyal community. Um, you know, they always have, you know, over 20,000 people on their server at one time. They're one... Big, yeah, they're one big server, server cluster. They're one big server cluster. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Which is cool. Um, They've done, you know. So I, I mean, I'll make, I'll make no. <laughs> it's not a game for me. I don't like it. it. It's, it's too boring. It's too much of a grind. There's too much stuff that you don't know where you can waste your time. Like you just alluded to the, the mission that's far too hard, but you don't know when it's not. Yeah, you too don't hard. know it until you get there. I mean, it's like. Oh geez, okay. I guess I have no business being here. Yeah. Thanks for letting me know. Thank you so much. <laughs> there is a lot to it that I do think is really cool about like how CCP built it. Like they don't have multiple servers. Everybody's. I mean, they have a cluster. Well, they don't right. have like but everybody shards. Everybody plays or, on the same. Right. They all play in They're the all same together area at the same time, which is that's it's really one cool. Big world. I like too that. They don't have, like, all these, like, gazillions of expansions like EverQuest seems to do. Yeah. Where, you know, they might sneak in and, you know, improve the engine one of those. They seem to just slowly improve the game as they go. There's never going to be, like, I don't think their model, there's not going to be an EVE 2. They're just going to keep EVE as this thing that gets better and better and better. And I, I really applaud them for that. I totally that's agree with like you there. Cool I, I totally appreciate that. And it's, yeah. You know, and then they, they do. They add... They add new ships. They they add new different types of ships. They add, you know, they'll add different sectors and. and yeah, I mean they're, they're they're improving the content, but they're not like, you're not getting double whammied on that. No, they're, they're not making you pay for additional content. They're keeping the graphics current, and they're adding new features too, like the VoIP things coming. I know, and mm-hmm. you know they mm-hmm. they're really. They're staying on top of it, which I, I just got to applaud them for that. Even though the game itself isn't something that you know appeals to me, I'll probably you but know there's be a market more. out there. There is yeah, there, there there is a definite market out there, just like and, and, world. and yep, if, there's you know, definitely if I, a market for that. Multiboxers. My my whole thing is is that I don't want to feel like I have to mine all yeah. the time just to do no anything. or you know I mean yeah skill up all the time offline is and that's that's kind of how i felt when i played it a couple years ago and i was hoping they changed that but it still feels like a core element of gameplay it's like the mining is just you gotta mine so it's like gotta mine for minerals in order to it's like sinistar without the fun right (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly exactly (laughs) you know and 
you know, like I said, I mean, if you if you got involved in a in a corporation and stuff like that, it might be a little bit better. But well, I'd imagine the PvP gets pretty cool when you are. Yeah, in you know, I mean, I, I imagine you know if there are some really cool fleet battles going on out there, which unfortunately, you know, I mean, after you know, there's no way after two weeks of playing time that you're going to get involved in a hardcore space fleet battle. Yeah, you know, it's just not going to happen. You know, if um. With people resurrecting old pen and paper games, you know, right and left, um, you know, there's like, you know, most of the MMO genre is based on like the Dungeons and Dragons pen and paper game. But recently, you know, well, not recently, within the last few years, we saw a superhero one, which is, you know, there were numerous pen and paper superhero games that kind of follow that. And, um, you know, this, this space thing, it reminds me of an old pen and paper game called uh, Traveler. I don't know if any guys have ever. No, it's really old say, school. I can't say that. This is really cool old pen and paper game that came out with these little. They were these little booklets, like pamphlets that were multi multicolored. So when you had the whole collection, you had this like rainbow from blue to red or whatever. You know, all different. Yeah, like a spectrum. Yeah, it was a color spectrum. <laughs> it was like a traveler encyclopedia. An and encyclopedia it, and, galactica. And they had a lot of this stuff, and it was kind of similar. It was like, like. Because I think this is kind of a cerebral kind of game, like MMO, and that was a pretty cerebral pen and paper game. Like, you know, you could, it wasn't, it was, a lot of the booklets were were content that, that you as a game master had to put together and, mm-hmm. and, and generate. And it's like this one is like, you know, it's this, it is what you make of it. You know, if you get a corporation together and you do it this way, you know, it's probably really pretty fun. Yeah, it really is. You know, and I think that's where a lot of the the fan base uh, comes from is, is those those players who, you know, basically that world is what you make of it. And it, it has been what people have made it. Yeah. Um, over the years and... And they, you know, I, I think as as a company, CCP probably appreciates that, and and they do everything they can. I mean, they don't come out over the, with over the top ideas or anything yeah. like that. I mean, it's not like they're making any massive, just huge changes to the game. They just so they change it little it. by little, yeah. and they refine it. They add a little bit here and there, and you know, it's just it's a really refined game, and well. You know, I, I wish I had. I wish I had more time. I, I wish I had more time to be hardcore. Yeah, I don't. I, I really, we all I really we all do. Feel like that. I yeah. really do because that w- that would be the game for me. I think it, it, if if I had more time to be hardcore, I would I would definitely probably play that game. Well, you know, I just would summarize it and say it's not the game for me, but I have nothing but respect for it and the publisher, and I'm really looking forward to White Wolf, which probably will be the game for me. Well, that would be totally a vampire. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, like an underworld movie, but yeah, that'll be cool. that should be pretty cool. Yeah. So. Right on. Anything else, Jay? No, I, I've got nothing else. Thank uh, you. you guys will take it We'll take it from there. All right. On to the round table. On to the round the table. It's a rant. Or the rant. Yes. We're going to the rant next. Yes, we are. Very well. Excellent. Try hope. Well, for this episode's rant table, <laughs> Jason's, he will be okay. Uh, we thought we'd talk about the um, inevitable time sink slash money pit that uh, 
MMOs present to us as a form of entertainment. <laughs> um, I think... In the sense of in-game... In-game... In-game time sinks and money sinks. Right. You're, you're playing this, this epic character who stands upon the, the highest of peaks and surveys all of his kingdom and then gets into a fight and realizes he doesn't have enough money to pay for his armor repairs. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a little bit frustrating at times, I think, for everybody. Um, I mean, I, I hear stories of, like, hardcore raiders who, who basically have to grind money during the day right? just so they can pay for the repair costs at the end of the night after their raid after their raiding yeah it's i mean like, that that's basically the only reason why they play during the day is to pay for is to pay for the repair costs after they raid at night Again, with their raid group it's that too sounds much like so much too fun. much work yeah oh it's a bl- it's got to be a blast <laughs> it's got to be a blast i mean why come else on. would people do it I mean, come on. I mean, all right, you're going to charge me for, for repair costs, for 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 uh, changing uh, skills. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know, you want to you want to uh, rearrange your skill points in World of Warcraft. How many times have you done it, Mark? Oh, gosh. For one, <laughs> for one character, probably like ten times and, now. Well, only ten? Yeah. Really? Yeah, ten. How, how much does it cost you after ten? Well, it's uh, twenty-five. Oh, only 25 gold. I think I've hit the max at 25. So. Oh, so there is a maximum. Yeah, 25. Oh, a mere pittance. At least that's what it's bad now, I think. Right. You know, speaking of money time sinks, and since we have talked about this evolution, this path that your latest wild character has been on, I think it's worth saying that you finally did reach level 70. Yeah. And you even checked the clock to see how long that took you. 15 in real days, world. 4 hours... Nine minutes, seventeen Loser. seconds. Should have did it at least so within six days. So how much of that was a money or a time sink? Do you think? <laughs> you know, with that character, how much money would you have? Actually, how much? Well, if me I ask you, didn't have to repair. Let me ask you, how much gold would you have if it weren't for all the money and time sinks involved in the game? Well, I didn't do. I did mostly quests. So I, except for when I was a dummy and died too much and. You know, my armor got beat up. No, your armor still suffers durability just from use. Yeah, but I mean, when you're losing 10% at a shot... That's true. I probably spent 200 on repairs going to level 70, I think. But I didn't do... I hardly did any instances. I only did, like, Outland instances, and I only did about half of them. Um, Because I was progressing so slowly that my rested experience was always maxed out. So I could just play and level really quickly with the questing so yeah probably 200 gold um for that and then the re- the multiple respects as i tried to find my way in the world um you know that cost some money right Time traveling sinks. around traveling around from well one point traveling to the other. sucks in that game everything is so slow you know i don't understand why Even buying buying your mount that's a, that's a, that in itself well, yeah. is a money sink right yeah, there I think, I mean, you know that was like eight or nine hundred gold there um for my epic land mount right i still haven't bought a air i haven't bought the the uh flying mount or epic flying mount yet 
What about, uh, well, you know, and are you going to offer yourself up for uh, sex? I already uh, have. Oh, you have? Uh, there have been no takers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No takers I, for Mark's sex plea for, for amount. I, you know, I thought well, something well, small ladies, and discreet in the Wall Street Journal, and then it got bought <laughs> by some mogul, and the whole thing's gone downhill from there. So uh. This reminds me of one of the reasons why I really like City of Heroes, and it's that... I don't really remember there being lots of money or, or time yeah, sinks there in were. there. There were. They, they but had they weren't them. that bad. They but had you them. can get your travel power, your super jump. Yeah, no, see, that quickly. is different. I mean, those are, you know, those are skills that you choose to pick at that level if you so choose. But everybody does. To do so. Nobody doesn't. Um, but you don't have to spend, like, 5000 No, but in, in City of Heroes, they have... Um, money sinks like costumes like if you want to add like the second costume third costume fourth costume you have to pay extra influence in order to get those those costumes but they don't get they don't get beat up no I mean you don't I mean you don't suffer repair damage no but but you still you know you still it's still a money sink what I like about the costumes because that's that's right. You know, which I don't necessarily mind. I mean, th- the time sinks in City of Heroes necessarily, and the money sinks weren't that bad. Because you, you know, you always made a fairly decent amount of influence, and, and of course you still had to pay influence for your powers. That's how you leveled. That's yeah. basically how you skilled up. I mean, yeah, that was part of the leveling up process. Um, you know, so I mean, you know, as far as the you know, the money sink goes, there was still a money sink element involved in City Heroes, it just wasn't necessarily as bad. No. There was a huge experience penalty at times when you died. died, but... That was good. I thought, you know, as far as, not to go into too much of a tangent, but <laughs> as far as, like, dying death penalties go, that's got to be the coolest one yet, for me. You know, it slows down your leveling. Yeah. It shows you graphically how bad you've screwed it up. <laughs> it's always there in Dark Maroon or it's whatever. It's always there to show you how bad it's it like, is. Man, you must have died a lot. You know, you, you've got like... You suck. You've got bubbles that are maroon now, you know. It's like, you really have blown it. And I think I think that was kind of cool. You know, it's better than, you know, your corpse is left behind and... Right. You know, boom! You're just in the hospital. You're like, "What happened?" You know, I, you know, I got this penalty now. I think that was pretty neat. I'll give you an example of what you know. I, I think I alluded to this in uh, my one of my uh, Lord of the Rings Online uh, uh, segments is that I went to an instance with a group, and I, I actually I was doing pretty good silver. I mean. Having a lot of silver initially is like, you know, silver is not a trivial thing in Lord of the Rings Online initially. It's actually quite a, you know, you get hundreds of silver. It's a good chunk of money. Um, and I went through that one instance that night with this group, and, I mean, we died so much. I mean, we wiped the entire group. You know, it wasn't necessarily that we all sucked. It was just, you know, well... Okay. Somebody sucked. The healer sucked, sucked. The healer sucked big time. Oh, he's just a healer. It was. You know, it was. It was a healer, and he even kept apologizing, like, all the time, because it was like, (laughs) I'd die because I was the the tank, and then, of course, everybody else would die because, you know, they couldn't hold the aggro, and the tank was gone. They weren't wearing any armor worth mentioning. Right. So, basically, once I died, everybody else died. 
and then as I, you know, when we finally just decided to say, okay, screw it, you know, we can't finish this, I had, like, such a high repair bill that it destroyed me. It was just like... My financial... Got, yeah, it was like... It was your a financial, financial Great Depression. It was huh? a financial wreck. I mean, I had Bummer. such a high repair cost that it was just like, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, it was... It was it really is game-breaking. I mean, it I was game-breaking for me. I mean, they actually, I noticed, um, like, they reduced the, the cost to travel in Lord of the Rings Online. Like, you can, you can buy a quick mount to... Oh, uh-huh. You know, you know, between certain waypoints uh, or certain cities, um, they reduced the cost of that slightly. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they've reduced the cost of repair, but uh, that much. I, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't done a. I haven't done a raid group <laughs> since, or a, or a yeah. d- dungeon since that last. He switched experience. to Eve Online. Well, no. I mean, it wasn't even so much that. I, I did that because. <laughs> I did that because I wanted to do a different segment right. for the podcast, but, uh, man, I mean, it was just such a brutal experience, you know, that way, I mean, because I had spent a lot of time, you know, just, you know, I would selling stuff on the auction house to kind of, I was trying to build up so I could buy them out, which was, you know, it's yet another money oh, thing, that's always, you know, yeah. which is, for the prestige of writing this mount, you will, and you will I guess the mount, spend I guess the mount hours. in the Lord of the Rings Online is an absolute joke, I mean, oh, really? Yeah, I mean... It's, it's like not... the Turtle Mountain WoW that moves as fast as you do. <laughs> right, right. I mean, it doesn't... I mean, it moves fast, kind of, but <laughs> and, and you can actually control it, but, I mean, it's really nothing, you know... I mean, it doesn't move that fast. I mean, it's not like such a fast change that people are like, oh my god, this is so... you got to get your mount. Yeah. Level, I think it's like level 35, something like that, where you can actually get it. Ah. You know, and and, and that, I mean, it, I know, it's, it's just a different point financially. It's like f- three, four gold, something silver to get them out. But that that amount in breaks Lord of the Rings Online breaks you. Just like just like the 90 to 100 gold <laughs> it costs to get your first mountain, World of Warcraft breaks you initially. And in and, and World of Warcraft, you uh-huh. have, you know, depending on what class you play... Yeah, if you're not a clothy or a druid, yeah, if you're or not a, cloth, a rogue, clothy or a rogue or a druid, you're screwed because not only do you have to pay for your uh, for your mount, but you have to pay for a whole new all your armor armor upgrade because you know you get the ability to use chain armor if you're a if you're a hunter or you get to move up to plate if you're a hunter. I mean, if you're a warrior or a, uh, pally. or a paladin. Yeah, it's a or, or a shaman, I guess. Yeah, shaman right? moved yeah. from leather to male. Yeah, they, they moved from leather to male. I mean, it's just such a financial burden, you know? Yeah, it sucks that level 40 is painful unless you're a pally or a warlock. I guess, I guess, yeah. Yeah, pallies at least have their mount as a quest. And warlocks are clothies and their mounts a quest. So they really come I mean, I don't know. It's like... It's like, and part of me is like, man, where does this money really go? I wonder if, like, where does the money go? <laughs> Into the recycle bin. Seriously. I would envision some Willy Wonka-esque contraption. Like, like, you know, in the game, like, there's these gnomes and they have this machine going. And as you buy your mountain, the money comes in. It gets recycled into trees. It costs you to send a piece of mail, you <laughs> know. It pops up. Oh, and, you know, in World of Warcraft, you know, yeah, it costs you a some a little bit of copper to send a piece of mail, right? Mm-hmm. 
Lord of the Rings Online, depending on how much you're sending, like if you send like a full stack of boiled medium leather, it costs a ton of money. It's expensive, to yeah. Send, it's, in, it's like, you gotta it's be like kidding It's like you're getting taxed. You, you get taxed. Yeah. It's like, taxation without representation. Exactly. You know, it's it really it gets ridiculous after a while. It's like you've got to be kidding me. That's what makes it so alluring, I guess, in MMOs is that grind. Well, I think that's why my favorite my favorite like MMO esque kind of game, but I guess it's not even MMO esque. My favorite like PvP game is still Defense of the Ancients for Warcraft Three because there's no real. I mean, the grind is there is a grind to that, but everything's so accelerated. You know, you kill the creeps or whatever to get the experience and gold to buy the upgrades, but you do it all in a three, you know, not three hour, like a, uh, you know, 45 (laughs) minute period as opposed to a 15 day period or whatever. You know, it's like so accelerated that you can, I can cope with that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, some of these grinds are just, and this is, and WoW is a fairly light game as far as that goes compared to some I mean you think but then like I said you hear the horror stories where people yeah people have to grind people have to grind during the day just so they can afford the potions and and whatnot. and then the and then the repair costs afterwards for the raids just to just to raid for the mere hope that they're going to get a drop. Yeah, I'm not sure. For raiding. the mere hope that you're going to get a drop for your character, that you'll have enough DKP points to... Uh, like, congratulations, you have enough DKP points to have this button. Yeah, but... Vote Quimby, you know. But, sure, you got that piece of armor, but now you're going to have to pay all this gold yeah. and repair costs. And then you're have to going to grind the next day just so you can get the money to buy potions and stuff. And since you were... So you can do it all over. Since you had the armor equipped because they gave it to you in the middle of the raid right before you wiped three times, it even takes damage even though you're not wearing it. I mean, you just had it like... Seriously? Oh, yeah. Your inventory takes damage? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, like, I've done that many times. You you go to mail it to your bank alt or whatever to to auction off, and then you try to drop it in the auction, and it's like... And you're like... What yeah, did I not do right? You can't auction off stuff. It's damaged. damaged. You have to fix yeah. it first, and then you can sell it. And it costs money oh, to put it on the auction. And it costs you money to put and it. And it costs yeah. you money to mail it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's just it cracks me up. It's like it's like okay, you want to reflect real life as much as humanly possible. Really? Do you really want to? Really? Because could you carry? Could you conceivably carry two thousand pounds <laughs> worth of? Gear? Yeah. Can you carry two thousand pounds <laughs> worth of armor on your back? I mean, do you really want to simulate the economy of, uh, you know, of a small country? I mean, do you really want to do that? I mean, come on. Yeah, it's you know. And do you want to make the financial, you know, the the gold costs, the, the the virtual gold? This isn't real. This isn't real money we're talking about. I, all I'm saying is, is that I think it part a lot of it detracts from it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think a lot of it detracts. It's just a pain in the ass part of these games it needs to go away it's a suspension of reality and then they make some of the most tedious things it's like yeah it's like let's let's add let's add in this because people want to pay an extra you know gold to 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 do this you know because it adds realism no it's bullcrap yeah it's bullcrap well i think it helps balance 
the game, honestly. It makes sure that not everybody has everything at the exact same time, so there's some variation within that. No, because somebody's, somebody's just going to go out there and grind some mobs so they can make that money. I think part of it is it does I mean, for the casual gamer, it sucks because it's yeah, like... It's not it does what all MMOs do. It rewards those people with the most time to spend. Yeah. And, you know... It needs love, to be a better model. There, should, there shouldn't be that, and there shouldn't be the pay for your equipment with real money model either. I don't like that, the rich kid syndrome. Yeah. No, you know, I don't, you know, I don't mind. See, that's the thing. I don't mind the whole auction house thing where, where you have to pay for stuff. If you want to, you know, if you want to have, like, the best gear or whatever, you know, if you, if you, if you want the best gear, you know, eh, okay, you got to have the money to pay for it. I don't mind that so much. I don't mind that so much. I do, but I don't know why exactly. But it bothers, it bothers I mind. Me. I mind the fact that you know, it's, you know, if you, if you have to pay, you have to pay repair costs, you know, every time you die, and say you get in a bad raid group, or or even if you're just in a regular, you know, say say you do a successful raid, you know, and you wipe everything out and everything goes smoothly. You're still, still going to get you're still going to have to pay up the ass just to just to you do just it all over win. again the next day. You can't win. You can't win. And I don't know. You know, I, I think that you know, yeah, okay, sure. You know, we're making this for the hardcore gamer. You know, yet okay, so but that's why the casual gamer can't even get into any of that because they don't have they you know, they realize in, at the end of the day that they can't even you know, financially afford to do it. I think that's why different games appeal to different categories of gamers, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I think City of Heroes as an MMO is probably the most accessible to the non-hardcore crowd and yeah. quickly bores the hardcore crowd because when they can put when they can put as much time as they can put into like your EverQuests or your Eves or your or your WoWs. <laughs> yeah, if they can put that much time into City Heroes, they get from point A to B so fast that they're left with, you know, they're Nothing. done. I've mastered this game. It's, so it's like I've mastered acting. <laughs> I played three different characters, and you didn't notice the difference. <laughs> I'm Keanu Reeves. I've defeated acting. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Robot Chicken. Uh, <laughs> But, yeah, I think that's kind of the thing is that... So that's going to... City of Heroes is there for your not-so... You know, even the time sink aspect of it with, the, with World of Warcraft where, you know, you have to gain faction with everybody certain... Everybody says... Yeah, everybody says that World of Warcraft is this... Is so watered down and so not hardcore, and it's like, really? Because I just got to level 70, and I've realized that I've... I'm not even close to achieving anything yet because I don't have any cred with any of the factions <laughs> right. at I mean, all. You have to grind I mean, I have like bare so many. You have to grind so many yeah. mobs or, or do so many quests oh, yeah, for a I particular have to, faction. I have to carry. To... I have to fetch so many more broomsticks and kill so many virtual rats. And and how much difference does it really contribute to the game or the lore? What type of worthiness you have in one faction or another. Not much, it's just what you can do with the quartermaster. Yeah, know? I mean, it's just that's just the time sink, what can you know? I, What special I mean, items even can a, I buy from even, the quartermaster? Even sitting in the battlegrounds for hours upon end, just trying to grind so honor, can get you know, so, honor you can, gear. so you can get honor gear, that's a time sink. At least that way you're playing a game. You know, but are you contributing anything to the world itself? No, No, but then the, for that there's the world PvP, but 
as soon as you leave and go to sleep, you wake up and the dang horde or alliance. They're still there. They're still there and they're taking over the city and you're going to have to do it all over again. You know, I mean, I'd love, see, I just love to be able to sit there and say, okay, all right, I've spent so many hours doing this and by doing that so many hours, this means that the alliance is screwed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The alliance is this much weaker for me doing this. But like there's that. never that. There, there isn't that incentive, you know. It's, yeah. it's, it's just, oh, it's always, you know, oh, I gotta grind because oh, I can get this piece of uh, this piece of armor or, or this new weapon with so many honor points. It's like... Well, that's the thing about MMO game design sink, is, you know? to me, it's impossible to make your character impact the world by by definition an MMO because your experience would impact everybody else. So Yeah, I've seen you know what? Yeah. I want that to happen. Well we all do, I think. I, think <laughs> I want we're that all, to happen. I want I think we're all to say, okay, that. you know what, I chopped down this tree over here. I want everybody to see it like oh, that. Oh crap. You know, I shouldn't have chopped down that tree because uh, it totally impacted everything else that was around it. Jason killed a butterfly, which caused no wind to blow. <laughs> no, and no, I'm just, of, you know, no, I, I, don't <laughs> yeah. mean to, I don't mean to explain it, I guess, that hard. No, I know it's what just, you mean. I was just but taking it you know what I'm too. saying? It's just... Yeah. No, you do. You want some kind of... Per- you, want, you want to achieve yeah, some I level be able, of you know, impact. If, if, I, if, I do, if I do something, I, I, want, I want it to matter in the grand scheme of things. And it doesn't in these games. And it doesn't in these games and and it kind of just starts to cheese you off after a while because it's just, it, all it is is a big time sink. That's why I think my next game I'm going to play is like a one of those good single player RPGs just like to Marvel feel. Or Marvel Ultimate Alliance. <laughs> just because it is the greatest game ever. <laughs> At least lately. It but, is fun. But you do achieve something in, in you know, these these games where it's, you know, catering to a small group of people or one, you know, you, you're progressing through a scripted storyline and, yeah. you know, in an MMO you can kind of do that. They try to simulate it, but it's just not the same. It's not. Yeah, it's not I mean, there. I think that's what just kind of what drives me nuts about the whole genre in general, you know, the whole genre. It's just like, you know, if, if I want to do something, if I'm going to spend time you know, killing so many things. I want it to have an impact. And it yeah. doesn't. And it doesn't. Yeah. You know, if I'm going to kill so many alliance and slaughter them mercifully. Mercifully? Or mercilessly? Mercilessly, I oh, mean. Oh, okay. I was going to say, that just doesn't sound like you. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. I want like people to know about it. And I want, yeah. I, want, I want the horde to be better for it. Yeah. And it just doesn't happen. You know, because somebody else has to nobody. Come and nobody cares. Nobody cares thing. that I punted hundreds of hundreds of gnome mages in my lifetime. <laughs> no nobody cares. 3, yeah, yeah. Nobody it's true. cares. It's true. It's, well, I guess that's the that's the game that we play. Oh, I'm so sorrowful. Yeah, <laughs> so melancholy for ending on this note. I love to end on a on a triumphant note. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's pretty good for uh, for that discussion. So we'll have new stories and adventures to tell you about next time. 
That's right. I think Noah and I might uh, regress into City of Heroes. Yeah. And Jason's. I don't know. I might join you. Joining us, and uh, my brother-in-law's thinking of joining us. We might even bring him in for a podcast. Oh yes. That would be really cool. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. So uh, yeah. I think that's so a great that, idea. We got a lot of history of a group of gamers together, so that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. We've been playing that game since it came out together. That would be really Shit, so, beta, man. Yeah. So we've got. Yeah. We can talk about what all ten. Uh, Updates to it have achieved or not achieved, or what yeah, still needs to be achieved, really plus an ex- major expansion pack. So, yeah, cool. All right, Thanks. have a good evening, everyone. Thanks for listening. Channel Massive is an IGL production.